Yo, what up, good people, man? We back on another Monday. The only spot you get authenticity and entertainment at the same time. It's your boy K.I. Mims, DJ J Dub, Brittany, Princess Asia, and Lewis. Y'all don't know, but B dot begged me to come on. Like we 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 honestly was like, nah, but then nah nah nah. This is how we, we starting, okay? Yeah, nah, 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 man. I got my I got my brother from another beat out beat out on the show tonight, man. We coming through with the I'm gonna call it the podcast hangover vibes, you know what I'm saying? Um, but we're gonna get into something new early. So um, we kind of checked in before the camera came in. So we're gonna start straight with current news, man. So Meg the Stallion dropped a new video, Cobra. She's been off the scene, she's back on the scene. Even though she's been very active on social media, this is her first like music, you know, music that's come out in a real while since the trial, since the case. Um, I want to start by saying like the focus we're gonna get on the visual aspect and we're gonna get on the lyrical part so i kind of want to open up the floor to what was people's first thoughts of either or and then we'll stay in that realm so if you want to start with the visual what was your thoughts of the visual and how she came in with what she was talking about how did y'all feel about that the visual is fire mm-hmm. like i i appreciate i love like music art create creatives and creativity and stuff and like the visual is just so spot on for you know like everything that she's talking about like it looks so realistic her body banging like it was just great what did you get from it though not trying to be funny because i'm still trying to make that connection myself so i mean i mean you know the correlation with snakes i'm gonna assume right okay So, I mean, there was parts of the video where, like, um, the snakes were basically like the paparazzi. So, I'm going to assume that's, like, the media, us. You know, like, every mm-hmm. everyone who was doing a lot of talking during this whole period in time of her life. So, I feel like a lot of that um, was her talking about that. You had the whole shedding of the skin. Basically, you know, like, she's starting fresh, starting new. So, that's some of the things I picked up. Yeah. I, 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 I'm like, so visually, I ain't gonna lie. I, I had to watch it the second time to appreciate the visual. I'm not gonna lie because I was, I was there. I was very zoned in on what she was saying. And ironically enough, I did get like, like the land of the snakes vibe. Like I made it through the land of the snakes. I'm facing all my demons type situation getting through that. I got it. And when I say appreciate the visual, I didn't think it was bad. I was just more so not focused on the message behind it the first time I watched it. You know what I'm saying? But this is kind of, kind of. Does anybody before I go to the lyrical part? Does anybody got anything else on the visual, or we all in agree with Princess or Princess or anybody else on the visual? Yeah, I was. I was a little sorry. I was a little. I don't do snakes, so I was a little disturbed, and the 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 visual of it messed me up in the beginning. So I wasn't really paying attention to what she was saying, and um, mm-hmm. then I tried to kind of let that go, and I got more into what she was saying and kind of tried to let go of the visual. But like I said, that visual threw me off so much. And I only watched it once. So uh, going back to watch it again, I think I'll be able to, I guess, appreciate it a little bit more. Because after I got um, an understanding, after talking about it afterward, um, I get kind of where she's coming from and what she's trying to do. So I have to watch it again to kind of understand it a little bit better. But that visual threw me off. All right. Asia, I yeah, know. I was I was gonna agree with B dot actually. So when I first like the the first couple of seconds, I was like, oh, this is demonic. Yeah, because like it was it was like, it was very like 
and I don't do snakes either. Um, that was legit like the first thought I had. I was like, oh Lord, what is she about to say? Because um, I really didn't know. But because of that, because I was turned off from the visual initially, it forced me to then, I actually had put my phone down and I just was listening to yeah. So it forced me to actually hear her. And I'm really big on lyrics and everything like that. And then when I was hearing what she was saying, then I said, okay, the vis- okay, I get it now. And mm-hmm. then I was able to watch it. But the initial, like, that shock value in the very, very beginning, that was a lot for me. Because I don't do snakes. So. It was realistic. It's like yeah, <laughs> slimy and ooh. Yeah, appreciate you, Matt. Salute. <laughs> My brother Matt said best pod on the planet. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Um, Brittany, Jay, Lewis, any thoughts on the visual aspect before we get into the lyrics? Mm-mm. I thought it was good. I thought she did a, a good job um, in terms of delivering the message. So I I listened to the lyrics and the visuals at the same time. So I wasn't like that. That shock value for me was like, okay, what what is this about Loki? I'm like Anaconda, you did this already, you know. So I was kind of more in tune to what she was gonna say and how it correlated with something that she kind of already did, but it was very much different. So I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we confusing pre- Anaconda with Nikki? Oh, we sure are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was gonna let it ride. Hey, I was gonna let it ride. I was gonna let it ride. Shout out to Princess for correcting me because all y'all sat here. I said, was not. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna no, lie, I was on the same page. I was lost too. I was like, dang, she yeah, yeah, Brittany. I'm gonna, I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't lost, but I was gonna let it ride. So I'm sorry. I apologize. Y'all call me out. Yep, I sure did. No, that, that's important, especially in the times of female rap. Let's let's say who did. Let's what. make sure we know <laughs> that just lets you yeah. know how female rap is going. They all sound the damn same, doing the same <laughs> visuals. I, get to the lyrics I'm part. I'm ready to talk then. <laughs> uh, before we get the lyrics, a uh, visual J. Lewis. Anything on the visual? <laughs> um, I think on the visual, it was, um, I think it was good. And uh, I only watched it one time, but I think it went along with the space that she's in right now. It was kind of like dark and mm. like a, a weary, like visual, so to speak. But I think that's the space that either she's in now or she was in when she made the song. So I think it fit well. Yeah. I, I, you guys know, I was just kind of li- looking at the video without the sound, uh, without the sound, so I haven't heard the lyrics, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, capturing, and I think it's probably one of her most artistic videos, you know what I mean, from a visual perspective, yeah. so it was good to sure. see her kind of step out of that box and maybe explore herself, um, you know, her artistry a little bit more in that capacity, so, um, sure. yeah, that's my thought. Hey, but so, so, so transitioning the lyrics, I'm going to say this, man, I feel terrible, yo. I feel like we low-key was like, not we as in like us up here or we as in men specifically or anybody. I feel like after hearing this stuff, I feel like we were, the, the culture was so dismissive of what she was going through on her end. Like, I think we talked about this before. Like, I think we acknowledged that it was a lot for her, that she was going through a lot. But I think to, it's like, it's almost like that scenario where like, you know, you, I know I don't know how I'm trying to say it, but you know, like, you know, your lady cheating on you, but it ain't the same till she say it to you type vibe. You know what I mean? But to hear her say the words of everything she was going through and knowing, like, she fell off the side of the world in a sense. And like, I don't know who she had in her corner, but it felt like she was dealing with all that on her own, even if she really wasn't to me. 
You know what I mean? So I think that first of all, the vulnerability was real because she ain't do nothing. In my opinion, mm-hmm. she also opened herself up to more critiques. If you think about it, which, you know, that's going to come. But like to be that vulnerable after being that quiet and telling your side, you could potentially set the cycle, like reset the cycle again. So it takes a certain level of strength just to put yourself back out there like that. You know what I'm saying? And the last thing I would say is I appreciated the shift in like uh, artistry as far as lyrics go. You know what I'm saying? Like we know Meg for like, she could always rap, don't get me wrong, but I think like the way she articulated her feelings and her story through that with something that, because to me the title don't really match the song, but the way she got through it was amazing. So I just want to kind of get y'all thoughts on like the lyrics, the ones you did here and your thoughts on the handling of the situation and kind of how it ties into, you know, black women kind of not sounding heard, you know what I mean? And going through things by themselves and having to be strong. Real quick, you said that you felt like the title didn't match the song? Without the visual of knowing, like without looking at it, if I just would have saw Cobra, I wouldn't have thought it was what it was about. But like when I watched the video along with it, then I understood it. But if I just see the title without the other stuff, I wouldn't know. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's real. How do y'all feel about that aspect of it? I'll say something. Um, the therapist in me was like screaming, <laughs> like screaming, because I'm like, she uh-huh. tried a lot of the, throughout the whole thing. She did not say much, number one. And mm-hmm. so I felt like this was legit, like, as all the paparazzi, as this whole thing was going on, she was talking to her therapist or whomever, writing in her journal. And she was like, okay, now y'all listening. Now can I say my piece? You know what I'm saying? And that was her moment to actually state her piece on everything um, that she had been experiencing. And it's crazy how, like, just the amount of mental health obstacles, things, like, she was not just talking about, like, grief and loss right she was talking about physical like the things she was going through physically talking about like self-harm right i was literally y'all i i tell you the therapist in me i was like oh she checked that off oh my goodness okay she checked that off oh my goodness did nobody do like a wellness check on her okay but who was who was really who was she talking to and then for her to be bullied by the culture that she is literally like a pillar in it's it was it was upsetting honestly like it was it was just upsetting and just reading the comments of people though that like her fans and people that had been like supporting her and rocking with her like that for me that was really cool to just see people like okay like yes like vulnerability this is what vulnerability is so for her to be able to right. use her platform to then be vulnerable um i thought was just so beautiful so so beautiful so johnny what up man I appreciate everybody that's tapping in right now. Appreciate y'all. Anybody else on the lyrics for Meg Thee Stallion, uh, Cobra? Yeah, I I agree. I think, you know, I did my whole spiel on like the, whatever the episode we did about protecting black women or whatever. Um, so. I had that example about this whole situation and just seeing it kind of come to light. I just love that she did this. Um, I'm seeing a lot of criticism right now because everybody wanted something that they could like shake their ass to, you know, but that's just not where she is right now. And I think, again, as a culture, we need to respect that. And I'm, we're going to get that Meg again. I don't doubt it, 
but um yeah. i was actually just talking to one of my best friends about this and i feel i don't know if y'all really listen to kelly Rowland, but um the, the song dirty laundry when kelly sure. Rowland came out about her you know being abused and all that type of stuff this is that type of song it's a healing song for the artist and mm-hmm. It's not a song, you know, that you just going to put on when you're trying to get hype. But, you know, this is artistry and this is something that's going to help her through her healing process. But you don't I mean, you don't have to turn it on in the car all the time to say that mm-hmm. it's a you know, that it's a good song or a meaningful mm-hmm. song. And I think that's what sometimes people don't understand about music. Every song is not going to be a song that you're going to want to listen to every day. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think, think you think oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brittany. I think, too, a lot of society was, when it first dropped, they were looking for any type of sentence, phrase, whatever, centered around Tory, the whole Tory situation. Mm-hmm. And although she for highlighted sure. it, of course, right? Um, I, love the, I love the fact that she illustrated everything. So it was like loss of parents. It was, it was even the, um, she, she had a verse in there talking about, she, she, basically, she walked in homeboy sucking whatever in the bed bed that she was sleeping in so it talks about her relationship and how that was put off like people if people really listen to the lyrics and understand what she was saying it didn't only highlight being bashed right in society about being shot but also everything else that was going on around her and it was like yo i really hit rock bottom i need y'all to hear me that it just wasn't this i wasn't trying to leverage in any way i was really going through something so now I'm putting it out on the record. So I can appreciate the fact that she illustrated that like that. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to go back I and listen to it. Now. What you said, um, I agree with you 100%. I think that with this this style that, and this song that we got from Meg, I was very appreciative of because like when she referenced it in Rock Bottom and she also referenced, you know, like bottling up all those feelings and emotions is not easy. And also dealing with everything outside of that. But we also forget, like, she lost a couple of her close friends throughout this whole situation who were coming out with different things, you know, dealing with a lot of things. So for her to to overcome those, I was very proud of her. But I personally think that a lot of artists, and I think Meg stepped into being like a full artist in this song, for me. It was like, we know she can rap, we know she can shake ass, we know all of that. But for me, I appreciated her being an artist. In and, and you know the crazy part about that, Jay? Not to say that all her songs had this level of meaning, like when Meg first before she was big, Meg wasn't really about all the, the ass shaking type music. Meg used to just straight spit, you know what I'm saying? And then you know she transitioned into that. So I I I think this, I think we're gonna see. I don't know if that song started it or she started it, but I think we're gonna start to see another transition with female rap. Not in not 30 days from now, but in the next year or two, I think we're gonna start transitioning oh. back kind of to music sounding a little different. I ain't gonna say all the way because we always need some twerking music, but we always need that. Um so oh, salute to Meg, salute to Meg and her her, her comeback dope song. We're gonna transition to Keith Lee man. Y'all been I can't get, get, get my statement in. Oh my bad my bad brother my fault my fault my fault I apologize. <laughs> all right I gotta disrupt I gotta disrupt all this empowerment I'm I'm gonna give you guys some perspective real quick. So I remember when this came out about her her incident. And the song that I remember hearing immediately after that was Plan B, right? It wasn't about no empowerment. It was about, um, it was about really kind of calling or, or kind of speaking negatively about whatever situation she was in. And I think that she didn't get the sympathy, from my perspective, 
is because her music at the time reflected kind of condescending men or playing men or taking from men. And she probably didn't get the sympathy that she deserved. You know what I mean? And I've seen that happen in another instance. I don't know if you guys know, like with Nelly, when he came out with Tip Drill and then like women empowerment really came against him. And he, he talked about how he had he had a sister that was suffering from a disease and he held a benefit in her honor and they boycotted it. Right. Women boycotted that that event because he had put out this video demeaning women from their perspective. And he didn't get the sympathy that he was looking for in that moment because of his art and the way he he portrayed himself. And I think sometimes society looks at the art that you put out and and when and we sometimes forget the human element of it and you don't get the benefit of the doubt in those moments. And I think this would happen initially with Megan and she didn't get the she didn't get the benefit of the doubt because of how she portrayed herself. And I thought it was like I kind of noticed that, too, like when she was in the trial and she spoke on certain things about like how she was being portrayed as a promiscuous lady, but then her lyric kind of uh, kind of portrayed otherwise. I think people were trying to look for ways to demean her in that sense and didn't give her the sympathy that she was owed at that time. So I think that's why it kind of played out the way that it did wrong, willful, wrongfully or not. But I'm glad that she was able to, to really express herself in this moment. But I don't think that I didn't see that that vulnerability initially, not saying that everyone should get that get to that space that quickly. But that wasn't the, this isn't the, the Meg we saw immediately after the incident. Agree, agree. And I guess my thing is, I think this is, you know how like, it's. I hate to keep tying everything back to relationships, but you know how it's like the, you break up with someone and your first thing to do is to act like you okay? Yep. I think that's what happened to her when it first happened. It was like, I'm Meg, let me jump back in my bag of this. And no, we didn't give her the sympathy, but like, I think she also didn't process what happened. Because at the beginning, there was a lot of things where she didn't, she still didn't even want to put him all the way out there. You know what I'm saying? So what you're saying is absolutely true. But I think the hardest part about being a public figure right now is like you don't get the grace of processing stuff at your own speed. You get the grace of processing it when we get it. You know what I mean? Like, and she has to make decisions. And I'm not, your point is completely valid. That's not what I'm saying. But I will say this. I think this song represents a fully processed and well on her healing journey, Meg. Because she also, after that song, took an extended break away from music in her own right you know what i'm saying so Absolutely. i think that was that i'm gonna try to be okay real quick we won't feel in that like hold on chill and there was a there was a lot of stuff in the air at the moment you know what i mean it it, it may have been an ill-advised marketing move but i think that was just trying to be okay in my opinion um anybody else on meg no, because I'm I would respectfully disagree, but <laughs> we can move on. I'm just giving my perspective. Yeah. I'm just giving my perspective. That's what I that's what I, I saw. I said I said I would respectfully disagree. I mean, I just feel like with the plan B song, that song came after she started receiving a lot of backlash and Tori was also, you know, like talking. Like he was he was mm. making disc records and stuff like that. So I felt like it was more of her defending herself because the culture didn't believe her from the start. So it's mm-hmm. not like she just like it just happened and then she came out with Plan B. There were certain things that led up to that. So that's why I I disagree with the statement. Okay, I still respect. All right, so Keith Lee, man. So Keith Lee, man. I'm gonna get if you have been following, you know. If you haven't been, I'm gonna get some insight. So Keith Lee is a big TikTok, um, like food influencer. I'm gonna say, 
influencer I use loosely, but he goes around uh, tasting people's food. He has a really big impact on restaurants that he reviewed, positively or negatively, right? So Keith Lee had went to Atlanta to a Black-owned restaurant, and a lot of things just were not good. Were not good to in his review. It was a very genuine review. He wasn't bad-mouthing anybody. It was kind of like he had the blindfolds on and just speaking about the experience straight from uh, how he had it. Uh, I'm going to use Chad Ocho Cinco because I think that was one of the biggest conversation points afterwards was he was saying how like when you have that type of platform and you grow into having that type of responsibility, like he shouldn't have bad mouth a black owned restaurant publicly because he was saying it was hard enough to keep a business open. Like all this stuff that happened, you know, you could probably tell them, you know, privately, but to put it on the Internet and have people not going there, it's already hard enough for that business. He didn't really care for that. So in that scenario, and please ask questions if need be, how do y'all feel about not only that situation, but a deeper conversation about when we when we platform, do we owe it to black businesses to hold them to the same standard? Do we owe it to them to help them behind the scenes to only bring positive exposure, not critique them? What is our responsibility when it comes to that? Once you build a platform and you know from something that you can have that type of impact on business. Well, um, I, I, I'll start off on this one real quick. Um, the Chad Ochocinco uh, comment or whatever, I look at it like this. You can't sit here and say it in the same breath like he feels that he should have done that privately because nobody, okay, what about when he's brought out, you know, positivity for restaurants and he sat there and they went viral and business was booming and all of those things. And, it, and if you really look at it, listen to it, he never bashes anybody. He's very genuine. You know, he gives a, a honest review. And on top of that, he never physically goes in. He sends other people in there to get their experience. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. So it's not like he's using stardom or using this platform in a in that type of way. I think that people are just not open to the fact that a lot of black businesses, I hate to say this, it's just the customer service, the different things. Some of those things aren't up to par. And I've been to Atlanta a couple times. And he not lying. I mean, you know, if you go in there, like, they kind of do things that way. I went in there one time. They was like, it said the, uh, they open at 11. So we get to 11. Oh, we're doing reservation only. You know, okay, no problem. So we get on the app, do that. Then they say, well, we're doing valet parking. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to do valet parking like too. It's like they're making up rules as they go. So it's like, you, we can't do this but so much. Cause like, And then now when somebody's exposing it, it's like, oh, well, you should do that in private. I don't agree with that. My personal so appreciate you, man. Appreciate everybody tapping in on YouTube, man. Throw, throw something in there. Let us know who you are. Appreciate everybody coming through. So what? So what's y'all thoughts on that? On what Jay said and what actually happened in, in his, in, in the actual event of this? Because I got an opinion that I'm waiting. Go ahead, on I Go ahead B Dot, and then I'm gonna talk after you because I can see you formulate your words. Go ahead. I just, I mean, I feel like the truth is the truth, and he he puts out the positive. He puts out the good restaurants that he does and what he does wouldn't be as genuine if he lied about mm -hmm. some bad stuff that he got because he he said this in the video uh that you sent me or uh that was out there um yeah i forgot what he said <laughs> but <laughs> but no <laughs> Yeah, 
the you can't put the good out without the bad. And I feel like I feel like we like to hone in on negative stuff. Social media likes to hone in on negative stuff and and broadcast it. Um, Ocho Cinco made it bigger than what it would have already been by doing that video. So he added uh, fuel to the fire, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think there was anything wrong with giving a, a, a honest to God feedback. It's not like the dude, the restaurant told him, hey, please come in here and do this review for me. I'll pay you to do this. He bought it. He 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 did it for free. This is what he do. Take that mm-hmm. feedback and change some things. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Asia. Okay. Couple things. Get them. Uh, you know, I see your question, Keenan. What do I think the the responsibility is? I think the responsibility for anybody that has a platform is to do exactly what they say they're going to do. Period. Okay. Right. Okay. So. Keith Lee has said from the beginning, mind you, he didn't just like just become big. He's he's been he's been huge, right, for a very long time. And I'm not a fan of people now just saying just because this one particular um, or these couple particular black owned businesses, because if you look at the history of businesses that he has helped, a lot of them have been black owned. Right. Like if, if you look at the trail, he's helped a lot of black owned businesses. So the argument of, oh, the black owned business, black, like, yeah, well, he's helped a lot of those. Right. Um, mm-hmm. The second thing is he says from the beginning, I'm going to give you my honest feedback yeah. on all on these particular on this, this particular thing. I don't want to be treated any differently. I want to be treated like the average person because the average person is who is going to be coming into these restaurants to eat to get the same experience that I'm saying that I got right so he holds himself to a particular standard if people can meet that then they meet it right and if they don't then they don't but he's not going in there uh with malicious intent or anything like that he he talks about the things that us as every everyday consumers that we value we value customer service we value, does the food taste good? We value, right, is it going to be a good experience for me and my family? And so he has a certain level of criteria. He has um, just his, his integrity, to be honest, right? Um, and all these different things. And so, and one of the points also, a lot of times these businesses, they are aware that the internet just loves this man. So they do invite him to come into his space. I mean, into their space and into their businesses. Um, so for me, I think that Atlanta, culturally speaking, food culture wise, everybody on the internet has been saying it. It is exactly what everybody already says about the food culture in Atlanta. Yep. It just got highlighted. And then with Ocho Cinco, he got checked by his own daughter because it's clear that he took one video, maybe a couple of this man, and then judged him based off that. I don't think that he had any actual knowledge of the, the intention the what what she is about. Okay, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Anybody else on that? Princess Brittany? Mm-hmm. Lois? I don't know I, the man, so. <laughs> I don't know him. So, hey, but yeah, Princess, let me add this real quick. As a, as, a, as a known, like, I know you, you, uh, you're big on your restaurant tip, right? Did he say as a known what? I was about to say as a known foodie. I was about to say as a known foodie to us. I didn't know if that was public information, so I was going to just that's why I switched it. Yeah, uh, okay. 
but what I was saying is like, so how do you feel in those instances if you go somewhere that you didn't have a great experience? Like, not saying that you you get on the internet about everywhere you eat, but like for somebody that that's really intentional about restaurants, like how how does that fit into how you see things? Do they get a second chance? Do you share that with people around you? Or, like, how do you handle that being a known? I bet. I keep saying known foodie, but that's to us. My bad. <laughs> I definitely share it with the people who I know. Like, if somebody asks me for a recommendation or something like that, like, I'm going to give them my honest opinion, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to tell them, try it for yourself. You know, and it really depends on what's bad. Like, if it's the customer service, it could have just been a day, you know, like, <laughs> it could have been the waiter or the waitress. Uh, but if I felt like the food was nasty and I ordered multiple things, then like I'm gonna be honest about that. If I feel like the food was overpriced for what I got or the portions were super small, I'm gonna be honest about all those things. For sure. Lewis, what about you, brother? How you feel? Yeah, so I kind of feel I got a few thoughts. I actually been to Atlanta Breakfast Club. Uh, okay. So I went this year and I tell people about it. I kept telling people to go. Um mm-hmm. I thought it was weird, man, because they did have some different rules. Um, they don't serve like water in a cup. You got to buy like this five dollar box of water each time you get water. Like they hand it to you as five dollars. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it was a good experience. I actually like the food. It was really good. But as far as the responsibility, I think. I do. Feel, and the older I've gotten, I've kind of changed my thoughts on this. I do feel like we have a responsibility to take care of one another as African-Americans being a minority. I do have that sense of, of uh, community. You know, I do feel like we should do that. Uh, but, but how we do that is by telling each other the truth. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, I think we, we, we should tell each other the truth. And when there is opportunity, when we do need to maybe change our behaviors and our ways, but I think it's ironic that Atlanta culture, right doesn't like what's being done but yet we still go and support these places so is it really that bad right because if we if we don't like what we're seeing then those places would be out of business and those places are not so what is it that we're really you know what is what is the real issue here are we condoning this behavior because we choose to go and support it right so you know but i I do feel like if it was me I think in the way Keepley operates, he operates in full integrity. Now, I, I don't, I wouldn't recommend him changing how he does it, but I do think if it was black, you know, I would probably, hey, hey, bro, like, hey, I was here. This is my experience. I'm going to post this. You know, I'd probably give them a heads up, give them an opportunity to, to kind of know what's coming beforehand, and instead of them being blindsided, that would be my, that would be my only adjustment. Yeah, for sure. So, and I would start with that too. Like, I think what he does is absolutely fine. I think he's grown it on being authentic and really giving good reviews. You know what I'm saying? I think the thing is this. So I don't know how new or old. Does anybody know? How new is that place, Lewis? New or old? How long has it been around? The Breakfast Club spot. Atlanta Breakfast Club has been been around for a minute. It's been around for from what I was from what I can see. It's it's at least five uh, at least five years old. At least okay. So to my the point I was about to make is I think there will be a little responsibility behind the scenes if it was super new, knowing you have that level of influence. Because I think like this, right? With anything new and we come into a new space, say younger than five years, say one or two years old and you got influence, there's a lot of things that in the restaurant world that like you got to fix. You learning as you go. So if it could be detrimental, I don't, because I'm going to be honest with you. Like Lewis just said, I don't think his review for that specific place is going to be detrimental either way. Like I don't think they're going to stop going there. However, if you are able to go to a place that if you said that and it could potentially 
put it in a hole or make that place not be able to get out, then I think it's kind of like, hey, look, bro. Look, man, like these are the things that can't happen. You know, I'm a really big foodie. Can we get these straight? Like, and I'm going to come back and do a, a review at a different time because I don't want to mm. do like that. That's mm. what you would do, though. You're saying for the question you asked for, like, another black business owner, you would do, you would go that extra step. So my extra criteria would be, like, new. Like, that's why I asked how old it is. If, you were, if you're, like, a, a staple in a community or, like, you've been booming and you're black-owned, that ain't going to really throw it one way or the other. You know mm. what I'm saying? But if you're new and you're trying to get that traction and something, and let's be real, bro, like, the difference between food then and food now, and I'm using this in a positive way, like he probably like a lot of people just go probably straight off his word. So when you have that type of influence and that type of following and you a business is not a certain size yet, bro, and especially in an industry where it's already hard to stay open, like I think I will owe it to them if they were newer. You know what I'm saying? Like I would kind of like, look, man, this is terrible. This probably need to change. I'm gonna come back another day unannounced, and I'm gonna give you a real review. But I'll probably give a time frame if it was new. If it was mm. new, I think the thing is that I hate about this situation specifically that I don't think Chad Ochocinco was really getting at him as much as it sounded like he was. I think he was really getting at the fact that, like, and this. Let me say this, and let me not be. Uh, let me stay in my financial lane. Chad Ochocinco is also gonna get experiences that none of us get first. <laughs> Right. But um, so when he comes in and does things, I think where he's coming from is from a good place. But like, bro, we not leaving. Well, let me sweep one up. I ain't leaving no five thousand dollar tip. So when when you say the words you say, I think we also. I think Princess said this too. I don't know if this was a show or chat. I might. I don't know. But like, she talked to like when you're not living a certain life, that's not how you operate. You remember, like that's we don't operate like Chad Ochocinco. So like, we're not going to experience stuff the same way he does. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of celebrities could have been celebrities so long, they don't realize that normal people ain't going to get the red carpet laid out when they go places like that. Well, and, mm -hmm. and another thing is, I mean, I get what you're saying about the new business thing. That's cool. But mm -hmm. I think that takes away from his authenticity if he went the extra mile of sitting there going, saying, hey, by the way, I want to come back and do an extra review. Because you got to think about this. This guy's physically not going in there. So he's sending other people in there. Which means that if everybody is about customer service like you're talking about, you're supposed sure. to give this experience no matter who it is. I he's guess. upset because now when he's coming in and now you see the influence and the impact that he has, now it's like, oh, no, we're not closed. We're open. So then where was the customer service before you saw who was coming in? If it's really about the customer experience, if it's really mm -hmm. about the business, it shouldn't matter who it is. It's like the show Undercover Boss. You never know who you're working with, who you're working beside. So you need to address it as such. That's what you train these people for. Because you never yes. know. So I don't think he should change the way he reviews them because it's an honest review. AJ, but do you not... AJ, you standing on business. I'm standing on business. Hey, let me tell you. If you go somewhere with him, if you want to make him hot, let that customer service be bad, boy. Hey, hey, you oh, already know. I'm not playing. I'm not playing with that customer service. I can't boy. take it either. I cannot stand it, yeah. boy. Yeah. Hey, do y'all send food back? Do y'all send food back? I definitely stand food back. I don't. It, I mean, it depends on what's wrong with it, but yeah. Are y'all saying food yeah. back? Like, 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 like. It's, it's all about how you send the food back. But I'm definitely right. like, some people hate going out with people who will send their food back. Why? If I'm paying for my food, right. but I don't have to be rude to the waiter or waitress. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If if something's not right, I'm gonna say it. Unless, so I mean, are you gonna pay for? Are you paying for it? 
Yeah. If I'm hungry, so I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm saying if, if I'm paying my money for it, then my food should be right. That's what I'm saying. Right. So yep. I feel like as long as you politely ask for your food to be corrected, then send it back. So wait, you asked that rude. like you asked that like you don't send your food back. Who? Me? I definitely no. do. Nah. Keenan just had uh, to eat mushrooms even though he don't like mushrooms. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be. I, hey, he's, he's, he's just like, like, nah, I'm cool. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I will, but it gotta be like a real bad off. Like, like I, for instance, I give you an example that I probably everybody like. Hell no, I'll definitely send it back. Like, say if the restaurant's super busy and your food come out and it ain't the temperature you want. Like, if I can rationalize why, like, damn, bro, there's a lot. You know, it was off. I'm not. I'm just not that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and also, I would say this. I'm not, I will probably be more likely to send it back based off where 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 I'm at and what I'm paying. Like if we in a regular smuggler, like I ain't gonna say no name and sound like you know what I'm saying. We just going out to eat on a Thursday, it ain't nothing that deep. I'm like, bro, it's whatever. Like, I ain't about to trip on this. But if I'm going somewhere that like, oh no, I'm swiping, swiping, like, oh no, but that joint better be what I thought it was supposed to be. You know what I mean? And, and honestly, my wife is like the even though she 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 like to send food back, I end up having to send her food back. She like, hey, like she say stuff like she'll be like, yeah, this ain't what I thought it was. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh. they really would. Yeah, <laughs> like what we and she, you tell her to chill because you eating cold pasta. This, <laughs> hey Jay, hey Jay, I, I, yeah, I'm saying I warm it up when I get home. I hey, come on, hell no, hell no, no. Hey, come on, no. Man. No, no, come on, man. I I'm the I'm the path of least resistance because I'm like, you mess it up once, what's the chances of you getting the right next time? You know what I mean? And it's like 50 50. But what what I wanted to ask, Kaden, and I think what was the debate of uh, from what I've seen, how much responsibility mm-hmm. do we have community wise? When we are doing our job or we are doing things that we that we do, because I, I think that applies to any industry. How much what's the sense of community and what it is that we do? Bro, mm-hmm. great question. And I can answer That's that. Bro. I think this, Lewis, I've never been a fan of if that if that's your first experience, unless it was just terrible with anything. I give you an example. I give you a real I give you a really a really good example. My clothing brand. Right. And I'm just going to give you an example. The picture that was posted had a highlighter yellow born to win on the chest, right? Mm-hmm. When I shipped it, it was just yellow. Me not thinking about it being even the, the word said yellow, it didn't say highlighter yellow in the description. When the person got it, it was like, Yo, this not highlighter, like what, bro? That, 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 you know what I'm saying? And I was mm-hmm. just like, In my mind, I was like, You know, it says yellow, and then I put myself in them shoes, like, Okay, you look at the picture, you may not have read it. That do look a little brighter than what the actual yellow was, right? So mm-hmm. if that person, I also think it's about it was about my approach. So when I came back to them, I was like, "Look, I understand, you know, woo woo. Matter of fact, that one's on me. I make sure we send this other one out, right?" So I think Lewis, when the behavior becomes repetitive and people keep doing the same thing, is when it's like, okay, like if you see a business that's always getting blasted on something all the time and they don't. They're not really adjusting. Then I think it's time we don't have that responsibility no more, right? But I also think it comes down to this. I'm like, I don't want to be two for two with crazy comments, but I'm, I'm going to go here. I also think people are more critical when their support is coming from a place where it's not coming from a place of abundance. You understand what I'm saying? Like, 
if you're pulling money that you may you maybe shouldn't be spending and you spend it on something trying to support and what you get back is not what you want it you're more likely to be super critical of that what is that Oh, do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? That makes perfect sense. I'm gonna be more yeah, critical with money I don't have because it's more of an emotional attachment as opposed to. Yeah, I think that happens a lot. Like I think people want to support good, but like when you support with bread, that you know what I'm saying, I'm I'm, 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 I'm baloney for the rest of the week. Something. Then it's gonna be bad. Let me ask you something. So, isn't his job? Uh, Keith Lee's job. He's a, <laughs> hey, Jay said it on business, boy. <laughs> like, isn't his job to be like to give reviews, right? Just wanted. To he's a food critic. He's a he's literally a food. He's critic. a food critic, right? So I understand mm -hmm. that what y'all saying about the community. I do get that to a certain extent, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so if, if a health inspector comes in your business, right, mm -hmm. and the shit is nasty, you expect them <laughs> to sit there and be like, "Oh, this is black owned." Let me holler at you real quick. No, they here and say, you I gotta stop you. I gotta, I gotta stop you there, Jake, because the health inspectors, okay. the health inspectors' loyalty is to the people, because he works for the state, right? So he has to ensure that the food and the safe is 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 safe. You know what I mean? Okay, so Louis, so so what is he a consumer? But for us uh -huh. as a consumer, right? Mm -hmm. We are consumers trying to support another one. We don't have any skin in the game, whether they profit from it or not. You get what I'm saying? He's a so consumer, a but his job essentially is to review the food. Just like the health inspector job is to sit there and protect the people, he's protecting you and giving you an honest opinion of what he has. His review so is I for the people. I, huh? I respect I mean, I respect that. I get that. Do you, I just, you get what I'm saying? I get, I get what you're saying. Help. Yeah. One is in fact, one is, what Lewis is saying. What Lewis is saying is the health inspector's responsibility is not to the business owner. It's to the people that actually have to eat there, eat so the it's point. not the same type of support level. <clears throat> it's, it, but, but you, so you're saying that his review is based upon the business, not the people. No, all I'm saying is this: I don't think he was wrong. All I'm simply getting at is, I think, I think when you have, when you surpass a certain level, not every food credit. Like mm -hmm. say say this, and I'm gonna leave it at this. Say he sold his, he had a show and he sold it to a network. Mm -hmm. You best believe if that joint was going to be a high impact on something, there's going to be a conversation had before that episode get released. Mm -hmm. But because That's he true. has the freedom to do what he wants, that responsibility and accountability level is solely up to him. I, I, again, Jay, I think you should you should review stuff honestly, but you also got to be prepared for when these type of things happen because that's a part of being honest. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna charge that that topic up to Jay. He's standing on business, man. We about to get hey look, we about to get another segment rolling called Jay's Food Tour, and he's gonna go review every black owned spot in the DM between damn show, DMV damn and show will. I'm starting with Jacksonville, Florida. Damn show will. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so before we transition to the podcast questions, y'all, I just got one last question. This is for the ladies. So uh Princess shared a video in our chat that was really good about the it was about how a lady Remember the, the, the video that was speaking about like the women making money and then dude was like, yeah, if you would be ITCH with the money, then that's when we hate it. And then everybody was in an uproar. Oh, it, God. It, yeah. This is my question for y'all. It ain't even about money. None of that. Just in okay. your personal friendships, you know, whatever situations, marriages, whatever, what all the case may be. Can a guy come, from, come back from calling you a BITCH in any circumstance? Nope. I'm not being funny. I got an honest question. 
I'm asking honestly. No. At this no. point, no. When you say at this point. Have I been called one before? Yes. But at this point in my life, no. Asia Brittany? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. What yeah. if you are? <laughs> you better use a different word. That's why they're synonym. That's disrespectful. Hey, I'm just asking a question. <laughs> it's disrespectful. It's just like saying it's like the word ugly. Like you're ugly is mean. It's disrespectful, but there's other words. There's synonyms to the word that you can say to tell somebody that they're unattractive or not cute. Yeah. Nice personality. Nice one. <laughs> so 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 I got a question. So are you a are you saying that you can be salute to what Lewis said? If you're acting in a certain nature, can't we just can't call it that? Call it something else. Yeah. Okay. Right. Asia, I just heard no and no and no and no run up behind. You said no, but can you tell me why? Hey. It happens every day. That's so <laughs> hey, like, like that, like that, 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 that's my response to that. Oh, okay. You know, some <laughs> people be like, "Yo, you pissed off." I was mad when Wait. I said it. My bad, babe. Some, some jokes look like my bad, girl. You know what I'm saying? Don't you y'all do better wrong. not be. Like, y'all better not be like that. And then he called you that at the ten o'clock. With the lights out, camera on. Y'all okay with it? Asia, I'm a. I, the, is are you so passionate about this? Because and I don't condone calling people that. I was just, you know, I'm just asking questions, but. Yeah. You carry yourself in such a way that for someone to ever call, like, I don't think you would do anything. I don't think you would ever do anything that would, would even condone or legitimize someone even saying it to you. It seems like you're so calculated in what you do in your approach that for it, that it would never warrant anyone to even call you out your name anyway. I really appreciate that, Lou. Thank you. <laughs> and that's really oh well, for real because like that's how I I feel that way like for mm-hmm. me it's I I really I'm passionate about it because my my like response in my physical form and all that stuff is like the audacity like the audacity for you to belittle me in what context and what in what world would you think that that's appropriate and then for you to then think that I would just sit there. For them, for them to allow you to then call me something like that, that's really weird. Like, that's weird. That's weird. No. I, oh, yeah. Okay. At your so grown age, how do you scoop up to call somebody that? And then try to say sorry? That's odd behavior. I agree. <laughs> that's I agree. how I feel about it. Yeah, I agree. Princess, who called you that? Hey, hey, because that not, hey, that at this point, <laughs> We're saying a whole lot. Yeah. At this point, but but yesterday? No, not not yesterday. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just oh man. Hey, 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 look, we waiting on Lewis' question. Go ahead, Princess. What? We waiting on Lewis for you to answer Lewis' question. Oh, okay. I was just saying, man. I was saying what we was on the mic. I was saying what we was on the mic a little bit. You know saying? Just a little bit. That was a legit question. Over the airwaves. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, look. For everybody who was, for everybody who does not know, man, B-Dot was the host of the podcast party asking the questions for our listener submissions. We now going to finish off that list, so I'm going to hand it over to him, and we're going to get to the podcast hangover portion of tonight's show. All right, John. So, we got a couple... 
questions left over from uh, from the crazy event we had. I just 21st. said that. I just said that, beat. I, they, I just said that. Hey, 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 man, you ain't the host no more. Let me let me rock. Yeah, right? stop, hey, stop acting like a. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Jay. Jay, quick with it. All right. So, so the first one is um, Can you recover from a friendship breakup 100% and have the same trust when you come back? Mm. Dang. This one, this one, this, this one close to home for me. Huh? I said, this is where we're starting? Wow. I know. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh. No. Damn, that's tough, y'all? That's yeah. tough? It was, yeah, it bro. Because yeah. when you say breakup, like, so I'm going to get, oh, I'm sorry, Brittany, you was about to speak. I apologize, Brittany. No, no, I was just saying no. Go ahead, Kenny, you were talking. Uh, So it's for me, bro, Break up a bit aggressive, uh, you know what I'm saying? But like, I think, I think you can, you know what I'm saying? I think it's easier in friendships than it is in any other relationship, siblingships, uh, partners. I think it is because I think also, if y'all really friends and got to the point of like, if y'all really locked in and got to the point of not speaking, like, and that's like, but that's like, I know, but like, you, you and I have went. We haven't. We went a period without speaking. Me and Jay went a period without. You know what I'm saying? But it's like mm -hmm. to say that we never could regain trust. I don't think that's like I think no, it's, the same trust, like the same trust as before the breakup. I think I gain. I think I, I. I think you can gain more. I like do. because, but because I think once you <clears> get through <throat> the initial. Is this what Asia speaks? No, no, Asia. <laughs> Yes, man. You know what? I'm done, bro. To answer your question, yes, B-Dot. I'm out. Lewis, stop doing that. So, so I didn't see your face, but she looked, hey, she looked perplexed. So, Asia, you want to go next? Why so? Yeah, Asia, go ahead, Asia. I just don't, because I looked that way because I was, in my head, I was saying, in what scenario would you gain more trust? Not even the same, but like more. Like that's how I was like, I and what? Hmm. Okay, tell me more. That's what I was. I can tell you how. I can tell you how. Ownership. Yes. Mm. Yes. It's a ownership. Street. Yep. Yes. Tell me. Tell yeah. me more. I'm not disagreeing. If, if both... like... Sorry. Go ahead. No, she's no, waiting no, on it. Yeah, I was saying I'm not disagreeing. I just wanted to hear a little bit more about what you mean with ownership. You want to be that? Go ahead. So I think whenever you, whenever you, whenever there's conflict, right, between between two people that really care about it, friendship's a choice. You choose to be friends with people, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. When you choose to come back to a scenario in which you you've already built a bond, whatever has set you two apart obviously isn't big enough because two people truly want to come back together and have that relationship by choice. And whatever it is that took place, because you, you guys never encountered that before and whomever on both sides can truly own whatever took place, that's showing and, and sub subjecting them to a different side of them, right? Through that ownership gives them an opportunity to build and grow that relationship even more, which allows them to have more trust. Because now I can trust you that if we have a fallout, I, I've seen you go and work through that process to own it for us to get to another place. 
and grow and, and growing our, our dynamics. Beautifully said. Okay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I agree. It takes, yeah, and it also takes a level of maturity, Lewis, to do that. I think it comes mm -hmm. down to like <laughs> what, what happened really? Cause they're like, if, if you my best friend and you was up here doing some crazy stuff with my spouse, right? Like, and I'm and I'm able to work through that with my spouse, and then you try and come back and be my friend again, and I and I'm making the choice right now. I'm making the choice yeah. to be your friend again. The trust will never be the same. Like I will never mm -hmm. be able to leave my home, go to the grocery store, or even go downstairs to the car. Like Nasus, you can't stay here. You can't be in here while I'm not here because you've already broken that trust for once. So I think like it depends on how the trust was broken to be able to rebuild that same level, if not more trust, even after accountability of those actions. So Brittany, to that point, would it be harder to regain that with Earth 99, your spouse or with her? Both of y'all. Both of y'all, there, there's a line of trust that was broken. Okay. Yeah, and probably too, whoever she was friends with longer. Like if she was, that was her best friend for Probably fifteen oh, yeah, years. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she is met. their best friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, and then yeah. she met that. You know, her husband, and he was. They were married yeah. for five years. I think it would hurt more with her best friend because it's like, damn, like we was locked in before he even came in the picture. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say something about that, Jay Keenan. When you said something about, I think you said like um, siblings or like relationships would probably hurt more or something than friendships. I think I honestly kind of disagree with that some because to that point and also like what Britt was saying, like some of my friends like I've had since I was a kid, you know, and you might be in a relationship with somebody for like two years or something like that. And that's not to say you didn't love them or whatever, but to lose that friend from childhood versus losing them, that would hurt me more. Oh, yeah, that's what I agree. That's what I was saying. I agree with you on that. Yeah. I think it would hurt more to lose the friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's because of what Lewis said. Like, when you choose somebody to create bonds and to make intentional time for, that's like siblings or family members. You can't choose them. So you got to go to the holiday where everybody at until you can make your own. You know what I mean? So, like, for people that you create spaces for, that that is, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I honestly feeling this the more, the older I get. I'm actually glad that, like, every... <laughs> I don't know if this is a good thing. Like, everybody that I'm super close with, like, we've had our period of, like, distance. Like, yeah. But I will say this. In those periods of distance, I never thought it wasn't going to come back around. I can honestly say that. I never thought that it was like, damn. You know, I, I have had the thought, like, damn, we really not speaking. But I never had a thought, like, man, fuck that. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? But And I think that's just an testament to, like, I say this all the time. Like, if we are the people we say we are, and we really created what we say we created. Even if we come back around for closure, we got to come back around. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe that's very intentional in creating friendships and brotherhoods like that. And if we close it out and it's like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Because I got people that I love and care about that I don't speak to. You know what I'm saying? But like, if that closure conversation ever came back, like, I definitely have it. Because I still, I still believe in the space we created once upon a time. So, Kina, are these like when you say like y'all went through a period without talking, is it because there was mm -hmm. an issue or, you know, like sometimes yeah. like people may like move away or something, no, you know, or you went off to college. <laughs> OK, 
You know who you talking to, princess? Yeah, these, these, are, are, these are problems. Yeah. yeah. You know who you talking yeah. to? Come on now. No, it was. It was problem. It was problem. And, and, and princess, to be honest, I would have been the friend that was the, the, the odd person out because I moved away. All of them still in the same state. So it was issue. It probably was on site with them niggas, Princess. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dang, it was on site with B Dot. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, it was with him. Hey, yo, hey, Brittany, get your man, yo. This man wild. Hey, I don't yo. think you real friends until that's happened, man. I really sure. think you have to have some type of conflict that's like the that, that test that test the test that relationship. I really do oh, feel that way. Mm hmm I wonder mm -hmm. if that's different for men and women. That's exactly what I was about to like, say. Only because yeah. one of my one of my greatest, like all my girlfriends that are like really, really tight, one of the things that I always I'm like, we've never had a fight. Like we've yeah. worked in like a small, like a small little like my best friend that I've been best mm -hmm. friends with since I think like the seventh grade. So that's pushing twenty some odd years or whatever. It's like we had one argument out of a 20 year friendship. And like, as women, I think that's a really big accomplishment, especially when like, you know, the thing is like, women are catty, women are this, women are that. Mm -hmm. like, you know mm -hmm. how a lot of women don't get along with other women. So for me, I'm like, no, I love saying that me and my girlfriend, my closest friends, we've had maybe one argument out of our long standing friendship and like, we're good. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's harder for us too to circle back. So like mm -hmm. I, I mean I I have friends now that <laughs> no longer friends. I have people in my life that were in my life before COVID hit that are no longer here that I grew up with over silly mm -hmm. silly things. And it's and it's because I'm not we're not circling back. Like you did something off the and again even with ownership, even with trying to talk it out, even with there is a level of trust that you broke that I'm just like. I, I won't be able to, or you may not be able to look at me in the same. It's not worth back up again. Mm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I man, mm. I go on. I go on for years about that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a okay. And I will I will, I will say this to Asia about men and women. I think women also have embedded distance in most of their close friendships. Like most women don't. I'm not say they don't talk every day because they do, but I don't think they spend a lot of physical like in each other's space time all the time you know what i mean like a lot of those from what i see like not saying that you all couldn't but a lot of it has that impact because that stuff happens like women around each other on day three is usually like huh, all right now like it was fun but going back to your space you know what i'm saying like guys like we can hang out a little longer we eventually get like that but it's more like often i would say you can go to the next question because he said all women again. Hey, look, Jay. Hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. I'm Saturday tonight, but most women, but I'm Saturday tonight. Hey, he being real careful. Hey, you were so smooth with that, bro. You were so smooth with that. Hey, I'm going to that back. Hey, Jay, call me Drewski tonight. I'm standing on business. All right. So, so we will move on, though. Um, so the next question is, should your single friends be allowed to date your ex if you're now married? <laughs> what? No. Which no. one? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yo, Louis. Yo. 
That's aggressive, yo. Nah. Hmm. Man, oh, nah, that's not aggressive. Or nah, that can't happen. Go ahead, go, go ahead, be that, and then it's the allowed part for me. Like y'all are both grown, I I can't allow y'all to do nothing. After y'all do it, I can make it a decision whether you know we stay cool or, or you know whatever, whatever. But like it's the allowed part. You're not gonna tell me who I can and can't date. You're that's not just me on that aspect. Nah, you're not allowed. Yeah. You're not allowed. Yeah. How you gonna forbid an adult? Yeah. You're not allowed. I mean, I just think I just think at certain levels to certain uh, shit. For me personally, um, I would feel like my personal opinion, I would feel like, hot damn, you must have been plotting on this one. I was Hey, you told homeboy what she was doing. He was like, I'm about to go see yep. about that. You're right. That's why you keep your damn mouth shut. You're absolutely right, mm-hmm. Louis. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. It's like I'm gonna be like, it's, it's gonna be like it was terrible. That's code. That's like girl code, guy code type thing. It's a, it's rules. When you enable rules, that means you're not allowed to do something. Rules at the pool says no diving. That means you're not allowed to dive in this pool. So as the girl code standard, right? You're not allowed to date my ex. No, adult or not, if you choose to do that, you broke a rule. Therefore, hey, Brittany, we're no longer. How many times you seen that sign and dived in anyway? Huh? I'm just saying, don't jump in. Right. And you jump in anyway. consequences. That's because it don't say jump, it says dive. Thank you, Princess Clear. So, hey, look, I'm going to be so honest. So, what that means, Princess? It don't mean date. It means just. So, how many times did the sign say dive? You dived in anyway. I ain't going to that shit. I'm not doing it. I ain't doing it. Y'all ain't Semantics. Semantics, man. Ooh, I'm about to How many times you seen that? That light turned yellow, about to turn red, and you kept going. How many times you see that? Don't dive, but you dive in anyway. How many times that don't happen now? Okay, mm. but there was a consequence to suffer after after that, if any. Oh. But that still doesn't mean that I was allowed to do it. You're not allowed to do it. That's the rule. Okay. All right. All right. Mm. Boom. What if you find out that your single friend and your husband kissed before y'all got married and it came out after the marriage? <laughs> They were kissing in the mouth. Okay, best man. <laughs> the best man. He's okay, a man. <laughs> that wasn't no kissing. Yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, nah, nah. But what if it's like so years removed, right? Like y'all date, that's your high school sweetheart, or that's your college sweetheart, and then 20 years later, everybody reconnect. I mean, that stuff happens a lot. I think it depends on if you knew that was my, like you said, college or high school sweetheart. That ain't a, a girl I just messed with before. If you were there when she was there and you know how serious she is, it's still a, 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 something's broken between us at this point now. There's a consequence that has to, to occur, and that's probably going to be both of y'all are, are done. I don't have to deal with neither one of y'all. But doesn't that mean I, that you would have to care? To I'm sorry, Kenan, but to no, care about no. what your ex does, mean, to me, that means you'd have to have some type of attachment to them still. In my I care, opinion, I, I care about what I my friend does. I thought you said your spouse. I thought no. you said your spouse. Uh-uh. He said a single. Should your single, single friends friend be allowed to date your ex? Your ex. After you're married. Yeah. After, after I'm married, I've moved on. Friend. See what I'm saying? I don't care. Like I have no attachment to what my ex does because I exes. I don't. I'm married. You know, I, I got to deal with that. this lady, so I don't have any attachment to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, what about yeah, your it's friends? not about the ex. It's about the friend. Right. So, I don't give. 
Who, so you cool with your, your homeboy dating your ex? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Louis not at this point. Louis Bro, on, not hey. My hey, my hand, my hand to God, I would not care. Like there, there's no way. And and I think there's levels to it, right? There's yeah. a difference between someone that's just like a <clears throat> oh, I hang out with her. You know how sometimes you have friend groups, but you and that person ain't really oh friends yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that, that's a difference because we're not really friends. We more so hang in the same circle. Mm-hmm. But if that's like my best friend, ain't no way you dating my ex. Why does it matter, bro? I'm. Why, I think I, it's about. I'm sorry. Go ahead, princess. <laughs> that like I, that doesn't even make sense to me because what are you gonna do? You think I'm gonna go to you and my ex's wedding as my best friend? That sounds silly, Louis. Like I'm gonna be about... the maid of honor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. My ex. Hey, princess. I think you would show up. Stupid. You said you think I would show up. No, I wouldn't show up. But that, <laughs> like, that would be crazy. Maybe I'm looking at it in my situation, like for too much. Maybe I can't put myself in other people's shoes to know. But I don't. Do you, I, so, Louis, yeah. the first thing I'll ask you: Do you have a lot of single friends? No, not really. So I think that's probably why. Like, like I give you an example. I would like would be that I don't mind if you would date my. X, he can do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's fine with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he was... <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, bro. Like, that's completely left. Like, <laughs> come on, man. He's so Come on, bro. Come on, bro. But doesn't that mean... Y'all keep talking about the friend, the best friend, but that... If for you to care, that means you have to have some type of no, attachment no. to this person. It's not the ex. No, it's not the ex. No, it's it's, it's like not it's not about the ex. Thing. It's the it's it's the principle and it's the loyalty. Yeah, it's betrayal. And there's no way that you would cross that line. Mm-hmm. Like it's no way. Not especially if you, if you did it for a long time too. Like how many nights I was coming to your house crying on your pillow about this nigga, yeah. and then yeah. it's like I don't marry children or not. Like you went and picked all mm-hmm. these damn people in the world, and you chose it, him. Why? Mm-hmm. Like that's stupid. what if it was organic? What if it yeah? Was, what if it was, it was organic? Like it just happened. It's not, you wanted to cry too. Really? A connection. You wanted but, to cry too. Like this. To me, if that's the case, then you made your choice. Like, if if, if it's that organic and you want to be with that, that's fine. But then you made your choice as far as where me and you stand. Absolutely. That's the end of that. Like, that's the end of that. Come on, Asa. Come on. I got you, Lewis. Yeah, I kind of am with Lewis on this one because, because, Lewis, I got you, bro. Listening. Because what he's saying is true. Like there has to be, it cannot, I don't think that it's realistic to say that you have no care about this other person. Yes, your friend is a part of the obviously, but for you to be married, like you have a whole life. And then you're saying that, so that means that this other person was not your person. Like mm-hmm. it was not your person. Who says that the breakup had to be traumatic? Who says that it had to be anything but it could just be y'all were not each other's person right and so let's just say you move away you live your life whatever the case may be to be that point maybe it did happen organically maybe this was somebody that you dated in high school maybe this was somebody that whatever it could be for me i just i sincerely believe what lewis is saying around you have to have some you still have to have some attachment to this person to then say I married another person. You are not my person. 
but other people are forbidden from being with you if and what's what if that's your, what if that's your friend's person no and then she can't I, have I love that it. person well said other people are forbidden <laughs> i'm gonna put it in context so you're 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 like i'm asking asia not lewis i'm asking asia so what i'm saying <laughs> oh, okay. is your, your, your friend dates your uh-huh. friend dates your ex you don't have yeah. no attachment like you say they come into your house for dinner that's happening right that's what i'm saying like no see this is like and and i guess no 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 no. i do agree with lewis let me be very clear i do think that there has to be certain attachments and the reason i'm saying that is because even as you're asking me that question in my head i'm like oh if it was this person i wouldn't care if they got with this person i wouldn't care oh but if they got with this person that's a no-go and it's because Mm -hmm. i know that i still have there's something about that particular ex whether it is the fact that they hurt me so deeply, whether it is that I thought that this was the person I was going to marry and then he did me wrong, there is still an attachment I have, I have to a particular ex that I would then deem off limits. But if it is somebody else that I really is like, a, okay, like whatever, sure, my friend could date him. Yeah, they could come over because it was never going to work anyway. But if I still have some type of something, because if for me, I feel like even by you asking this question, everybody can think of that one ex that is off limits. But then can think of another ex, but then can think of another ex that's like a, oh, okay, like if they did that, whatever. Like I I I think I think that's true. I think some people have a I'm gonna say this within your point, within your point, you disagree with Lewis by saying there were certain ones that's off limits. Yeah. Lewis said all his exes are off. Yeah. That's for me because I'm not attached to any of them. No, no, but Lewis, what I'm saying is your point was. You don't care because none of your exes. And then Asia said she'd agree with you. But then she said, like, she went in her mind and was like, this one, yeah, this one, yeah, this one, no. That is a counter okay, example but, to no, I said, no, no, no. no, no. I said, no, no, I said you have to be attached to that person to still care. That's, that's, she admitted that's that. That I'm agreeing with. That yeah, she's admitted. She's admitted to that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got not, not, not the, other, not the whole, not the, okay. I get what you're saying. You saying that the attachment is still there if you care. Yes. Yeah. Really? And I, I think, I mean, it doesn't, because some people date somebody for like three months. I was going to say like this they're time together matters. and that's an ex. To me, time matters. But <clears throat> at the same time, I feel like my true friends that are in my corner, they're not, they're still not even going to deal with somebody. If I, if you were, if we were together, the people who are in my corner, they're not going to, they're not going to play in that area. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like for some people, if they were together for like six months, three months, and it's like, yeah, he's my ex, but like, girl, you can have him. Some people may feel like that. I still don't feel like that. If that's my ex, then it's enough. Yo, yo, Julius, appreciate you tapping in. Julius said they could, they can come to dinner, man. <laughs> Julius said they coming to dinner, man. <laughs> hey, hey, Julius, I'm not gonna lie, bro. That's a bit, bit like, and I don't think. Let me just be. I know. I get you know I do agree with Lewis about the attachment. Part. Oh, let's go. But 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 I don't I don't have the I don't have the attachment, but I agree that you would still care. It will be I I think it will be more it will be worse between me and my friend. I'll be looking at you like, bro. Like we be at dinner, you feel me, but I ain't eating. I'm like, bro. Like give me more, I'm not paying for nothing. Like what's up? Bro? Like because like, bro, and, and again, I get the, like, you know, I don't live in my hometown. You know, and also, I don't have a lot of single friends, but, like, I've had 
story time with K Dot real quick. Like, let's I've go. Had, I've had some like formal, like I can't go there with it. I'm gonna go, I, but I've I've experienced <laughs> that, and it looked very like, oh okay. But I would go to say this: I wouldn't consider me and those guys for like. No, I'm talking about like at the time we had a period in life where we were close. And when it happened, we were no longer cool. We, I can say we we're no longer cool, but we weren't close anymore. You know what I'm saying? But I did look like, oh, all right. You know what I'm saying? But I just I just felt like I dealt with a solid pack of women in the past where they deemed it like, oh, that's foul play. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? And they probably told him, like, you're not Keenan. No, I'm just messing. I just messing. I just messing. <laughs> so, and that's so why they still together. If it was a sibling. <laughs> Would it matter Whoa. if it was a sibling? Ooh! If, if y'all, if y'all don't care, you know, because there's no attachment, oh would it matter God. if it was your sibling? Ooh, or, or even if it was like one of the relationships, it was like a three month or a six month. Could your sibling date someone who you were dating for like three months and it didn't work out, and you really you you didn't love them? No, man. Jeez. Mm. So, 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 princess, it will absolutely matter to answer your question before we get to the one on the screen. It will absolutely matter in that case. That's like, like, come on, princess. That, that's like we blowing everything up after that. Come on, man. Like, no. I mean, I'm, I'm just asking because that's that's the way I feel about my closest friends. Yeah. Right. So, so, like, so I mean, that's said. like my cousin dating my ex. Like, I consider like my closest friends. They're my family. So to yeah, me, that's cool. the same as like my first cousins, because my, you know, I have a tight knit family. That's mm-hmm. the same as like one of my first cousins dating my ex. That's a no go. Right. All of them, so or just the ones that you had, the, all of them, or just the ones that you were speaking of that had that that length, that type of connection with those. Not all. I'm asking. All of them. Okay. Even the three month jumps. I don't have a three month ex. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Mm, all right. So that she girl was, committed. Like, uh, I hate Lewis. Uh, hey, so, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so um, uh, he said, "What if you were? Uh, what if you were the person that cheated, and your friend was willing to treat that person better?" Charge it to the game. If you cheat, they, were, they, they don't got no more rights. Yeah, the that should be happening, body. yo. That should yeah. be happening, yo. Like that should be happening. Be that was the air. Girl, tell, tell the story. Because see, here's the thing: now. that friend, that friend was probably in your ear, like, "Girl, do it. He ain't shit." You know, like, da 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 da. Cheat on him. <laughs> Soon as you cheat, he leave you or whatever, and then she's scooting, she's scooting in. Yeah, no. Hey, no, I will. That's exactly how that happened. She was encouraging you because before she cheated, she consulted with somebody or told somebody. A homegirl encouraged her. No. Nope. Princess then wrote a script up here. Nah, but hey, hey, somebody I'm remind me of this question you. when we get off. I I'm, I cannot say it up here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm rolling it back to you, bro. All right. <laughs> so next one, a little bit, a little bit spicier. Um, does good sex make you ignore red flags? <laughs> Are you going to stay? <laughs> say that one more time, bro. <laughs> does good sex make you ignore red flags? Are you going to stay? If the, if, that only works, in my carnival. opinion, if the sex come before the flags. Nah. Mm. <laughs> before, after, nah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> man. 
So it's, so you tell bring you telling me you done seen some red flags, but you're like, I got to see what that'd be like. Red flags and all. Yeah. If you want me to be honest. Yeah. 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 And I like, respect that honesty. At that mm-hmm. point, you can only fault yourself, right? Because you saw the red flags yeah. and you still jumped in head first. But I needed to see mm-hmm. for myself, right? Yep. Like and- you're talking about the meat or the red flag. Oh, Jay. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, yeah. hey, 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 I don't know what you yeah. put it on, but your crazy all show, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, bro. Oh my God. Uh, um, uh, so we we ignored them. Like that was that was that was pretty simple. I, yeah. If the I, I think the sets gotta come first, bro. I, I no, I mean, it's exactly what Britt just said. Even like in the beginning, if it's certain things, it's like, mm. but when you, you want, you, you want to try it, you're going to mm-hmm. try it, even though those red flags are there and then don't let the red flags be there and then you try it and it it's is, amazing. And it'd be good. It's a so, carnival. I'm trying to tell you. No, that girl. Yes. I thought I knew I heard this it's before. A carnival. It's a carnival, and then you gonna keep being on every ride on the theme park. Yep. All the red flags, everything just flashing, and you just like wee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell yeah, you, and then man. eventually. I- some red flag comes and you'll get off the ride. You'll go ahead and exit the park. But until then, until then, you're just going to enjoy. Hey, yep. so ladies, let me ask this. Let me ask this. When you say the carnival, right? Before it's carnivalish, right? Do red flags to you all scream out? Or is it like a, okay, I need to keep an eye on it. When you say like, I need to keep an eye on that. Is that deemed a red flag then? Or that like, we yellowish right now. And I got to see if that's going to turn over to red. Or is it like, any of those actions you see, they're really red flags then that you elect to ignore from that point. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, as you sat up like, what? No? <laughs> no, no, I, I sat up because I'm I'm really thinking because I think I think to, to what Britt was saying earlier, I think we noticed them, right? But I think based on our level of attraction to them, what we're curious about when it comes to them, how like we feel about ourselves in that moment if this person had been pursuing it for a while and we're just kind of like ready like okay i think that really depends that that plays a role because it could be like i see the red flag um but is, it, is it a red flag when you first see it asia that's what i'm asking like when you first identify yeah. it, oh, okay mm-hmm. okay all right, all right, yes all right. you 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 know a red flag when you see a red flag. You just have to mm-hmm. ask yourself, am I willing to overlook this red flag for X, Y, Z? Because really, you you put up with whatever you want to put up with. So if you feel like, all right, cool, like, I don't know, red flag here, but he does X, Y, Z, then you're going to overlook that red flag. I feel like mm-hmm. not all red flags have the same level of, like, of like, I'm going to go, I'm going to leave. There are some red flags that people can still put up with and like be, be in the situation. So I think it's like, you wait, you wait to see, is this a non-negotiable? Like, that's why we have non-negotiables and not. People can have a red flag that's not a non-negotiable. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Hey, yeah. Jay, what about you? Jay, you seeing the red flag and stand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the straight face. With the straight face. <laughs> 
Yeah, hey, I ain't gonna lie. I'm about like them. I'm about to see what the hell is hitting on. Boy, you know what I'm saying? Then if it's yeah, I hey, and then if it's really like that, like she said, now serving ticket number two. I'm at the carnival too. Shit. <laughs> they got a whole he got a whole robber. Yeah. I think that's more common uh, for a dude though to to stay for through the red flags. It's more dangerous. Be- because mm-hmm. because a lot of times, especially as a single dude, a lot of times we're looking for just the sex in the beginning anyway. It might not right. go no further. You know, once you see those red flags, it might not go no further. But I think as a, a single dude, you... I, but, but, but Dot, the reason why I say this like this, though, and all honesty, I know we joke around a lot, but to add the Asian point, <laughs> red flags, there, there is different levels of red flags. I think Facts. people are throwing that around so loosely now that everything is considered a damn red flag. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean everything. So it could be just like a, a simple, Great point. hey, I called you, you didn't pick up. Oh, this nigga playing games. He ain't really serious about me. That's a red flag. It's like, yo, whole time. Like, So I think it's being thrown around so loosely. That- whole time you digging in something else. Next question. Now serving. Hey, look, Jay. Now serving. Ticket number three. Old time she call it. You at the carnival. You like, I couldn't like, yo, why you tripping? I'm at the carnival. (laughs) 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 Old time you at the carnival. She calling you. You like, well, why you tripping? At the fucking carnival. Hey, boy. I'm telling you. I would say this too. Red flags for guys may look like, I don't know how, how. this is what I'm gonna say. Also, women, the red flags. I'm a disclaimer before I finish. Like, I don't condone no domestic, no none of that, because guys are crazy sometimes, and they red flags go to different things than what women red flags go to. So I just want to acknowledge that. Like, I'm not, I'm not even touching on that. Mm-hmm. Like, but women have the ability if they red flags is like blood dripping red, man, you might get gutted out at the end of that transaction. You know what I'm saying? A lot of guys typically, if if they lose out on a situation like that, they ain't gonna be, they ain't gonna do the whole internet show and the whole like, mm-hmm. oh, they might, they not gonna do that part. But with a woman, you gonna you potentially like can deal with that if it goes south after the red flags. That's why it could get dangerous. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But and I acknowledge the domestic part because sometimes guys' red flags could be aggression or it could be things that may turn differently that you may not be able to deal with publicly. Which I'm not condoning that. I'm just saying that. I just want to acknowledge that. But with women, bro, like you get you get in too deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you better keep going, or it's gonna get ugly, or make it her fault. Do you think that's for all women, Kenya, or do you think? That's for all? <laughs> AJ, AJ, yes, I do. No, I'm okay. saying. <laughs> Clip that. Yeah. <laughs> Over for hey, look, hey, look, Francis, I'm on a roll with these clips. Hey, look, we might all keep it going, boy. This is going to be hell week when these clips come out. Um, but, right. but Jay, I, I just think that always – I don't know who said it, who said this. I don't know if it was here or somewhere else. I just think the way women are allowed to tap into their emotions quicker than men because it's more accepted makes those mm-hmm. situations more dangerous for God. If we're not going to go to that end that quick, that we're not going to go to that mm-hmm. end quick bro and a woman will quick screenshot and tore all that up mm. <laughs> damn sure will yeah. and nobody disagrees so yeah um boy all right so 
this next one, I'm gonna uh, switch the wording up a little bit. Um, but they were do too you big. Think, do you think you can be in love with more than one person? Mm. At the same time, or you saying at the same time? What? Let's, do you think you could be in love what? with yeah, more than one person? My bad, my bad. Yeah, bro. I was like, huh? You should have said, I, I thought about it after I said it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, Lord gave him that, like, nah, bro, we better than that. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Okay, talk this stuff, Pimp Asian. Mm. I, I think it's possible because I believe that love is a choice, right? I think that you can love people based on different things. So mm. I do believe that you can. Like that's, and when, even when we talk about like people that date, that even in like the dating phase that you can be dating multiple people, right? Mm -hmm. I think I think that when you, you might fall in love with a, a certain aspect or a certain characteristic or a certain way that a person provides for you, right? Let's say on this end and in the way that they lead and the way that they, you know, do certain things, right? On this end, you are in love with that part of that person. And then on this hand, you might be in love with um, with how affectionate they are. You might be in love with how attentive they are to you. I think that you really, mm -hmm. that you can be in love with two. I think that you can be in love with multiple people at the same time based on what it is that you need and what it is that you're looking for. If, because if you're not satisfied with loving um, the parts of them that, that they don't, that they don't also give you, if that makes sense. Like you might be like, okay, I need this. So I'm in love with this person. I'm putting in the time, the energy, the effort, and that nurtures that that love. I think you can do that for multiple people. I think people have the capacity. I'm gonna go princess I on y'all. I'm gonna go princess. It depends. And nah, the Only reason she can why say that. Only princess can say that. It depends. Nah, because. No, all right, I'm going to go one way on this. I don't think you can. And just speaking from my perspective, in order to be in love with someone, the capacity to, to which you have to give yourself to be vulnerable, to put into that person, I think, you know, I think it, to truly to truly reach that that point of, a, of a admiration or affection, that, that feeling, that emotion, I think you have to fully commit and it's hard to commit that way to two people, in my opinion, man. to get to that point. I'm going to say this, man. Yes. And, and I'm sorry to everybody that, that don't like this. That's where them opposite sex friends. A lot of people walk around in love with their best friend. That's the opposite sex and their partner. I'm telling you, it happens a lot. But they do not. It's like, it's like, bro, real talk. It's a lot of people that are really in love with their partners and love and love. But they've had this person that they in love with, but they know it, they know it could never go that far. They're already yeah, in this family. They already been met their partner. They already know. But nah, the time they spent, it may, and this is where people don't know. There's a lot of in love folks that don't never touch physically, but they their intimacy level is really high in their interactions. Mm -hmm. And it and it typically looks like opposite or, or same same sex friends, depending on which way to you know it swing. Not trying to be funny. But like, yo, I think you I think it happens in that way. I think you absolutely can be because it's like, you know, when you say in love, Asia said it perfectly. I can be you can be in love with people for different reasons. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
And so and, quantify what in love means. What's the what does that mean to y'all? So I okay. So I I'll 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 give my definition, but I want to open up to, to the floor before I, I go on left. Go for it. You got it. Uh so if if some to me, if 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 somebody just loves somebody, that's like I care about you, I look out for you, uh, whatever the case may be. If I'm in love with you, you got something I need. I need that. I need when I'm in love with you, there's something that you got that I need to make me okay. You understand what I'm saying? Like there's a part of you or something that you do that that really helps me go. You understand what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. when you take that same context with the <clears throat> best friend of the opposite sex. Like, I'm not talking about those healthy ones. I'm not being funny, but I'm talking about that ones like, damn, like, after a while, I'm getting off the phone. My wife, you on the other line, I'm like, let me call you back real quick. Bro, if you think it does not, I'm, I'm telling I you. I didn't say it. Did. I didn't say I thought. I just, I just asked you to. So, Louis, when you, you love that person and then it starts to become in love when they got something that you're, that, that, that you need, something that you start yearning for, something that kind of completes your day or completes a part of you. You need that person in order for that thing to be complete. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's love. You feel like you can't live without that thing. Yes. Whatever that feeling is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Mm -hmm. Louis, mm -hmm. do you, well, never mind. That's. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please. No, I'm not gonna ask that. I'm not gonna ask that here. I thought about. Damn. It. Now, if I would have did that, y'all no, been... know I would ask, but that's it's not appropriate to ask of you. Okay. It's just. Right. I just think for me, I'll just if I can give my definition on why I gave my answer. If that's okay, be that. We got Go we got it, time, sir. Yes, sir. I think. I hate you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. I think that I mean all that's cool, you know, with what everybody's saying. I I just for me, and and just maybe just my my thought process. I really have to hone in and, and really like to submit myself, my feelings, my my emotions, to be vulnerable, to to want to connect with someone, to say that I'm in love with you. I've really given you, I've really given you all of me, right? It ain't even about what you. It ain't even about what. What you give me back? But Lewis, it's about what ever, I'm willing to get. It's about what I'm willing to give for you. Have you ever heard somebody say to somebody else like, "I'm in love with the fact that you," and it be something like they just said individualized that that person does, and they be in love with that thing? Man, I don't know. That ain't love. For, that ain't love for me, man. Love is not what you do. Love is my love is not defined by what you do for me. My See. love is defined by who you are and what and, and and my care for you. You get what I'm saying? It ain't about what you yeah. do in, in, in return. So I will give you I'm gonna give you a statement to give an example of something that I was speaking on, right? Like, have you heard not this exact thing, but somebody can say something like, I'm in love with the fact that you don't judge me. Somebody can somebody can need that type of space from someone. And really hone it for like Asia said, I really love the fact that she said different people for different things, right? Like they mm -hmm. can can lean into something that's not really that serious. Look, bro. Mm, okay, I get what you're saying. I I, I kind of get what you're saying. When there's a need somewhere, small, bigger, and different, and it need to be filled, you can fall in love. <laughs> now, mm -hmm. that's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you and be I in love? Meaning... Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I remember. It. No. I remember it. I, I was just I was just gonna say, Keenan, it makes me think about I think how many episodes it was ago when we was talking about like um 
it when someone's having an affair or something like not getting those feelings attached and mm -hmm. i think it's it's the exact same reason because i believe that you can be in love with two people at the same time and if you're doing that you know and you have those feelings attached to the other person then you'll be in love with your spouse and whoever the person is on the side and it's harder for you to cut that tie Sure. Mm -hmm. So you could love your spouse and hurt them, do something knowingly to hurt them, but sit there and say that you're in love with them. I think if you were in love, so if you can't, you can't separate the baby in the bathwater, right? If you are in love with your spouse and you're in love with somebody else, I don't think you really, this going to sound crazy, but Lewis, like, this is how I think of what you just said, right? Let's just say it could be true, right? That means the same love that you have for your spouse, you have that same type of path. You have that same type of love for another person. So just as that's like. It's easier for somebody like when you're in love with somebody, you can't really control your feelings over it or how they feel or what you do or how you move. Right. So if you were to fall in love with something about someone else, it's just as dangerous because you can't control that as much as if you just got love for somebody like you cool. But like, I'm straight. Do you that, feel like you're one supersedes the other? Say that again. Do you feel like one supersedes the other? Like if you're in love with two people, you're in love with your mm -hmm. spouse for yeah. this, but you're in love with that person for that. One supersedes the other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So no, I I think it's need based, right? Like I, I I like it'll be hard to cut off because you need both of them to for you to feel fulfilled. That's where the danger zone comes in. Like I'm in love with this person for these three things. I'm in love with this person for these two things. But in for in order, the issue comes in why I'm not cutting ties because I need all five of them. They just not in the same place. So, so do you think said, the other person with three supersedes it though? Oh, my bad. Sorry, oh, right. so, I mean, if you if you gotta make a choice, yeah. But like, if you want to feel whole, you need all five. But I get what you're saying though. My bad. I missed that part. Can, can you be in love with someone on a friendship level? Like, it's not sexual. It's not none of that. Like, but they're giving you those a couple things that you need, like you just said. Mm. Isn't that like what you said, basically, like to your best friend, to the best friend? I think that's the same thing. If y'all have never been intimate or whatever, but you said that. But all of y'all have said that. Some people are in love and, with their best friend. In my scenario, the best friend is a cover-up. Y'all really want to be in a relationship, but y'all got to stay with best friend because of the circumstances. Not being fun. I'm nah. not being... Uh, yo. <laughs> if we I don't on, agree with that. But That one's brown sugar. That's the brown sugar plot right there. <laughs> I don't agree with the way you said that. Okay. Uh, they want to be together. <laughs> like, that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Like, like both of them want to be together, but they can't because of whatever. Maybe one party, mm -hmm. but like to say that they want to be together, I don't, I don't agree with that completely. Um, okay. But all of y'all have said that, you know, you're getting something over here, you're getting something over here. If mm -hmm. I'm in a relationship and my wife is giving me everything or giving me the things that I need, but in my friendship over here, they're giving me these other things that fulfill me as well. Am I am I doing something wrong? If you're in love with that motherfucker, hell yeah. But I mean, I I feel like we're taking in love and adding like uh, you know, making it sexual or making it like I'm I'm disrespecting my relationship. 
if, if I think it's this, when you let's the friendship thing, I get. I think this is when it crosses over to the danger zone. You feel me, mm-hmm. bro? I feel like when that thing you're getting is a need that you can't get from your wife, mm-hmm. and you're only going here to get that. Mm-hmm. That's when it's like, am I wrong? Yeah, like because in reality, to Brittany's point about superseding, like, shouldn't I be able to go get all those things from my partner? Mm-hmm. Like, why do I got to go over here to get that from her? I should be able to go mm-hmm. home and get everything I need. So if I'm if I'm getting mm-hmm. things at, at home and then I go over here to get this thing and this is the only place I'm getting it. Hell yeah, you wrong. Man, I disagree, man. I really disagree with that because when you love somebody, you're in love with someone, you accept them for who they are. And if they don't have some things about them that you necessarily care about, you love them enough to overcome that. And you wouldn't seek it anywhere else, in my opinion. I don't. So, I can't see myself saying I'm in love with someone. I've accepted them for who they are, and I love them because of who they are. Just because they don't give me something that I know I can get elsewhere, I go elsewhere and get that. You know what I mean? Like I, I love you. I your my love for you supersedes that thing that I'm missing. But is the thing that you're missing? Is it because the other partner can't give it to you, or is it because you're missing it within yourself? Jay, I don't, I don't even know how to answer that question, but I don't, that was, I don't yeah. know. Because I, I think a lot of people, like, when they're in relationships, they say, yep. my partner's not giving me this. My partner's not mm-hmm. giving me that. And the actuality is, like, like for example, they might say, I'm not being fulfilled sexually, right? And, and sometimes that might be true in some cases, right? But then on the other end, it's like, because you are, you're in love with the other person and you're thinking about what it would visual, what's the visualization of being with that person, you ODing on porn, whatever the case may be. So you're mm-hmm. not fulfilled in that the person is actually fulfilling you, but not to that standard because you're taking your mind to a whole different level. I understand that. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I think, and I just want to say this real quick too. I think that even with thinking about being in love with two people, mm-hmm. I, I agree with Lewis and I would have that perspective if if I was married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not married. So for me, I'm thinking on on a in a in the dating space, right? Like that I think that looks very different than when you are married. I think once you once you make that commitment with the one person, because even let's say even if you are in love with two people, right? I mm-hmm. do see that when it when it comes time, unless you are in a polygamous type of situation, right, you are then, you then decide, okay, one is superseding the other. And from there, right. then that's what you're getting. But if you're talking about just in the dating space before you get to that place of commitment, then then I do think that it's like, yeah, you can be in love with, with, with two people. But for mm. me, I only get married to one. <laughs> and, right. then I, and, then I, and then I have to know that that's what I'm doing. That this one person has to then become all the things that I that for me, mm-hmm. for me. Even even if it's not this or that or that or this, and I think that's that for me. And I think even being like single, right, not married, I think that's one of the things that like we that we think about. Like I have the freedom, in my opinion, to be in love with two people and not feel guilty about it, as opposed to then saying, "Man, I made this lifelong commitment to this one person." Asia, I agree, but my initial example, and then I'm, I'm gonna shut up about this, is I don't think 
I don't think it's as cut and dry. Like the friendship thing is like a cover up in a sense. Like I, I don't think somebody may not be knowledgeable about that feeling or that strong bond between them. It's not something that's like you're making a conscious decision to be in love with them, but I'm calling you my best friend. But like there are a lot mm-hmm. of opposite sex friendships that are mm-hmm. fulfilling a need beyond friendship. And mm-hmm. that gray area is what I would what would be in question, I would say. I'll just leave yeah. it. There. But I think so, and I, 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 I'm listening to y'all, and I'm like this, right? And I'm, mm-hmm. and I'm understanding Lewis's per- perspective a lot more, right? Because I am in a married space now, and I was right. in three-two position before, right? Love. You how many? What, what'd you say? Like the like Keenan used the, this person has three, and this mm-hmm. person has two. Oh, I. I heard that you said some position using three positions. Bro. No, no. Oh, oh look, hey, look. So, like, can we run Lewis? Lewis is hearing back. God, no. I ain't hear that. <laughs> oh my god! What? But I feel like when so when you take this when you choose right because at that point one does supersede the other even though that person doesn't they only have the three and they don't have the other two that's when you excuse me that's when you work on. Lewis, to extend to your point, that's when you work on trying to build the other two with that person. Like you communicate, mm-hmm. you let them know like those needs that you was getting over there from the from number two. Like, OK, it's no longer here, but it's missing in this relationship. So what can I get to get those two things? Because ultimately your person should be all five. Right. So now we have to build in this marriage. Right. To get to mm-hmm. all five when we started mm-hmm. at three. For sure. That's that's you. Thank you. That was beautiful. Well, it's great. Perfectly said, Britt. Definitely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, I'm going to skip over my second to last question and go straight to it. Uh, Should a woman submit to a man who doesn't pay all the bills? No. Why? Oh, God. I'm going to be fine. I ain't getting a little. Hey, look, that's the fastest she done answer something all night. Yeah, you know she said nothing. On, no, no question. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Asia and Brittany would agree that Princess is gonna obey. Yeah, mm. I mean obedience <laughs> is just oozing out that. It depends. Not a, not her obedience. Her obedience. Not that obedience. Oh, She's gonna be obedient to that man. No man. Just... He got to pay all the bills, Brittany. All every one of them. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't have to pay all the bills, but like. I'm not submitting to somebody this. What are you? What's that? I almost said something. So the answer is no. I just feel like we shouldn't. We shouldn't be submitting to a man that's not like. What What are we putting out here? So I'm gonna ask this. No fun. Uh, he paying. He paying the money. Energy the wasn't money there on the Friday. Huh? Why is the money the marker for it's submission? Not. It's not. That was the question, though. Right. You said you said what, Lewis? It's oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying for, we had we had a, we had another conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys be sure to tune in to our future episodes. Everybody was in agreement, right? Correct. No one said that. So it was a video that we watched where we talked about that. Where somebody said, "You why does money have to be how someone leaves?" We said that in another conversation, and we we debated that. But today, that response is a little different. Cause I didn't hear that in that conversation. Louis B. I heard that, boy. <laughs> Clip. I'm clipping it. I'm Come up then. What mm. he's saying. What he's saying is, in a previous conversation, 
there was a scenario similar to this and this thing did not come up at all mm -hmm. and now that is presented outside when a certain word of I'm, I'm adding this lewis did not say this when certain verbiage come into play uh oh it's oh hell no but <laughs> the same type of situation was presented and it was it was like oh yeah it's that submission but you gonna just say it when it say submit it's not like you gotta do what you told don't it you gotta <laughs> you gotta obey and be obedient <laughs> Yeah, the question is if you submit, if he pays all the bills, is that what the question is? If he does not pay all the bills, will you still submit? Yes, I would. Oh, shout out the princess. No, I'm being, and it depends, it depends on the man. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, he I, he, do, he doesn't have to. He does not have to pay all of the bills to be like a leader and worthy of my submission. I don't feel mm -hmm. that way. But you can't pay zero of the bills, mm -hmm. and I submit to you. Mm -hmm. I, and, and I, yeah. I think this. I think I think yes. the submission conversation. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brittany. I'm sorry. Damn, Brittany has left the chat. Oh, I thought she was leaving. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm not, when I hear the word submit, like I'm not submitting to any man other than my husband. And like we, I had to submit to him to like Princess's point, like at some point in our relationship, I had to submit in some sort of way. I wouldn't, the word submit is, is kind of rough for me. But when I, when I became his wife, okay, yeah, we can use, we could throw submissive around all the time. But when y'all are like talking about like men paying bills, I'm not submitting to every man that I'm dating. Oh, okay, I get that. I get with. Okay, 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 okay. I'm with you. I'm with, but but Brittany, I will say okay. this: a lot of people do do marital practices way before marriage, so it's more normalized right. now for that mm -hmm. to happen before the marriage does. Mm -hmm. I will say that Asia. That's I'm true. Gonna, you know, That's true. That's true. I am like we ain't submitting where. No, no, no. I I actually have no problem submitting to my husband. Um, just because for me it's like, is he leading the household? That's yeah. that's my that's my biggest thing. Is he leading the household? What who am I submitting to? Right? And and to be and just being honest, I gotta bring God into this one. Is he submitted to God? Because in that like in, I just yeah. think there's an order in family. And for me, I, I literally have no problem submitting to my husband as long as he's submitted to the Lord. Like, that's my requirement. Amen. There all the other stuff I think yeah. can be figured out. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, go ahead, Lewis. I'm sorry, bro. No, I would want a woman to, to submit to me just because I pay the bills because then it's disingenuous. You know, I, I yeah. would want my, my whomever, my wife, fortunately I'm married, I would want her to submit because she sees value in what I bring. She, she knows that I submit to the Lord. She knows that I can lead. Because right. it's genuine. I feel like if you only are submit submissive to me because of what you think I can provide monetarily, then you know, to me that would be disingenuous. And it and it'll show it, it, hmm? it's very conditional. It's conditional. Yeah, because correct. if that money if the money going correct. Yeah. Yep, so, well said, bro. Yep. And I will say this to Jay's point and to what you're getting at, Lewis. This is and Jay said this earlier, and I think it plays a part in this conversation, right? Jay was saying earlier how everybody Red flag. Oh, my God, you ref. You know what I'm saying? And I think people got to with people. That's worth it. Use your discretion. People are adults. Mm -hmm. I think people got to go through stuff with people a little more than what they do. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying struggle love. Please be clear. I'm not saying struggle love. But I think people don't allow experiences to get to learn who a joker is when they in the midst of it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times it's like, oh, no, hell no. Whoa, what? I'm gone. Men and women. But a lot of times you learn like, oh, okay, I can. When we were, when this went like this, I can get behind him. But that can't happen mm-hmm. without experiencing stuff together. And everybody wants to eliminate that. And that's why I feel like we use money. Because I feel like as soon as you go sit down at the table, I can show you my, you know, my tax return and you can say how much money I got. But I can't show you how my experiences would, like how my actions would transpire in a heated moment or how my actions would transpire in experiences. Right. But I can say, how much do you make? Nah, I can't Mm. do that. But a lot of people won't spend the time. And I'm not saying again, I ain't saying no. That is good. I'm not saying be out here doing all that, but like we can't, if it's worth it and you have good discretion and you like, this might be worth building. You can't always run at the first little instance, bro. Like stuff happens. Mm -hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think we run so quick and call him like Jay said to his point of red flag. Like, nah, that's when you realize, like, oh, and this is the other thing, fellas. I'll say this. She ain't going to be cool, wise, rough. She's not going to be with it, wise, rough. But she will, after she calms down, be like, damn, you handle that. Whether she says it to herself or you, yep. it's not going to be cool when it's bumpy. But guys will be like, man, damn, she all on my neck. Nigga, she don't know if the mic's about to be on. <laughs> of course, she's going to be on your neck. <laughs> You know, and I mean, you know what I mean? But like people don't people don't do that part anymore. So submission has become based upon something very conditional, like you said, Lewis. So that's that's my only issue with the money part. That's true. Yeah, I'm off that. My bad. Am I tripping? Nah. But nah, bro, you speaking facts, bro. You speak you spoke really well. Yeah, I just want to hear y'all say it. I cannot. Sometimes you need. <laughs> hey, sometimes you need that that verbal confirmation. You did it, bro. Nah, nah, man. I just, I just, you know what I do hate to see. I just hate to say when we live in a time where the we live in a time. What happened? Oh, that's I think she disconnected. Asia. 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 Oh, not bad. Yet. Her service. Oh, mm-hmm. Got you. But I do think we live in a time where we try to check checkbox the process to death. We try to get everything so within a checklist that we don't fill stuff out no more. You know what I'm saying? Like everything has to go in a certain evaluation and everything is not like that. that that's why it's tougher now um, to really talk about hard shit. Like, you, like I use this from the podcast party, right? When we talked about the body count thing, right? The body count conversation is really a thing because people want something that they can look at and try to judge you on versus actually getting the experience and seeing what you're like. Oh, I want right. to body count because this tells me. I'm assuming... 25 tells me, oh, you were a hoe. What if I got 10 in one night? I was just having fun. That's still a hoe. <laughs> no, yeah. We were just in a situation. Yeah, still a hoe. 10 and one. Situation. That's still a hoe now. That's yeah, even yeah, more a hoe. But Louis, the point I'm making is there's no thing relationship-wise that you nah. can just see on paper hey, Steve, and hey, be a Steve, good determination of what that person's like. Man, nobody want no gangbang. That's why I'm like, you coming right. over here with that. Game. You tell me that it's really over for you. Hey, Louis, what a what, Louis? I ain't saying it again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, hey, it's, tell him what his search bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hey, hey, we gotta check his sights, man. Them joints, I ain't heard that in a long time. 
Oh, hey, man. Look, what's the word you type that in? Mm. I won't. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this dude. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I was a bit technical with the term, huh? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, you man. was. That was a bit aggressive. Oh, man. And, and not, was that our last one? That was the last question, man. That was the last one. All right. All right. Hey, look, before I know we've been up for a minute, I just got one quick question, y'all, that we're going to get up out of here. I know I appreciate everybody's time, energy. Salute to everybody that's been tapping in with us tonight. I'm going to leave it here. This I got this shout out to Small Talk. Because I got this this or that vibe from them. You know what I'm saying? But I got a good this or that question that I want to know y'all opinion on. And we're going to do this and we're going to close it out. It's to the, to the full group. It's similar to the text message. Or, or what was it? Text thread or what was it, Brittany? Would you rather know? All your would you rather know all your thoughts your partner all your all the thoughts your partner have about you or they know all the thoughts you have about them? Oh <laughs> hey, salute the small talk, man. I'm in my this or that bag, man. I'm in my this or that bag, man. Oh so I'm gonna ask God. it again. Would you rather your partner know all the thoughts you have about them or uh you know all the thoughts they have about you? I'd rather know all the thoughts that they have about me. Yep. Asia, did you hear the question? I think she's frozen again. Okay. Yeah. So, Bida, you said you'd rather know what they think about you? Yeah, man. You're like... Mm -hmm. There's stuff that goes on in my head. Nobody should know everything. (laughs) (laughs) The boy's sick. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I... Mm-mm. But I think it would be beneficial for me being a person who who likes to know information, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, That's the nigga. That I think it would be it would be it would be better for me for her because if I know mm-hmm. the stuff that she won't say, I feel like now because you know that'll never happen. But I feel like it would help me and us in the long run. So be that just scenario. Here you go. Oh, All right. God. Okay. Man, you think you're doing your thing and you can hear her talk. She like, this shit. Like, hey, that Damn. means I got to work on something, bro. Yeah, she like, well, I can't even feel it. Like, what you going to do there? Kenan, you go, you've been going too hey. far, dog. Hey, you hey. really do. <laughs> nah, because if it's that, it's over for you. I mean, I, I done got a ring now. Hey. Hey, hey, yeah, bro, you be going too far, man. <laughs> It's over, right? Ain't nothing I can do at that point. What you gonna give her some hip? <laughs> oh man, I love when Lewis get on me, bro. <laughs> that nigga be going too far, man. Talk about some. I... <laughs> man. Brit says, "What would you do? Would you want to know all? You said you were you would like to know all their thoughts. Tell me why you picked that one. Um, because I don't want you to know mine." And also, I just want to know, like, the things, you know, sometimes somebody will just be, like, looking at you or staring at you or, like, something like that. And you'd be like, what you thinking about? Or, like, and they'd be like, 
nothing or you know like what you know is something i want to know those types of thoughts i probably don't really want to know them but i i would prefer to know them versus you knowing mine <clears throat> is that because they're negative or because you would be fully exposed like they would just just because they would know everything or because they get negative sometimes i'm not being funny i'm asking both of y'all yeah they get they get negative sometimes. I mean, everybody has negative thoughts. Oh, yeah, Nobody's yeah. walking around with positive thoughts all day. So, um, yeah. I just think because I'll be exposed. Got you. Lewis, what about you, bro? My answer is going to be very personal. But I would rather my wife know my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm. So let me ask you this, bro. I don't mean to get deep. Do you say mm-hmm. that because you don't express yourself often? Or do you feel like it would give her nope. insight that you- Okay, so I th- I say it because I do, and I think sometimes she thinks that I'm disingenuous, but I legitimately mean what I say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, respect, respect. Mm-hmm. Brittany, um, I think I'd I think I'd rather know. I think I'd rather him know my thoughts too, mm. and and it's not because I don't express myself, <laughs> but it's very much because I just. <clears throat> Feel like I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I rather. I all. I'm always a person that rather not know. Like I rather mm-hmm. not know, um, especially when it comes to the negative things. But I rather him know what I'm thinking, so then he can process those things and kind of figure out how we can we can move forward if it's anything negative. For sure. Uh, what about you, Jay? Jay, did you hear the question? No funny. No, I didn't. So the question is, would you rather? It's a no. Would you rather? Um, <laughs> what did he say? I, I, he said it's a no. He did, it wasn't even a yes or no, no question. No. Would, would you rather <laughs> your partner know all of your thoughts or you know all of theirs? Um, I'd rather them know all of mine. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I kind of piggy. I did uh, catch the back end of what uh, Brittany and uh, Lewis were saying. Like yeah, I just rather not know. Yeah, I, 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 I'm good on that. I, I'm gonna tell my mine is very similar to Lewis's, but for a different reason. Like, not because my wife think that this is. I'm gonna be very honest. I've spoiled my wife, and I think sometimes with the level of how I spoil her. She doesn't even she doesn't even understand how much I consider her and everything I do. Man, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want her to know how considered she is in everything I do, where she would never have to think that she was never considered. Even when she didn't feel that way. I'm like, because you can't really tell somebody how you consider them. That's true. So that would be my thing. Cause it'd be like, yo, and I and I and me and my wife that real, I'd be like, boy, you are spoiled, man. And she's tell me like what. Oh, that's your fault, and it's true. Like I did it, so you created that. that yeah, you created that expectation. That's what. That's kind of what it is. You know, so that's, that's the norm. That's the only reason I do it. Otherwise, like I know the ladies gonna get me, but like half the time I be felt like I be knowing anyway. You know what I'm saying? That, oh you know my saying? god, this dude. <laughs> is there such thing as like emotional cockiness? Because that's what I feel like he is. You know what I'm my saying? Told, my, but my, he only my liked it. He only that. liked it towards. I ain't never shared that story with y'all. No, please, I'm please tell us. Hey, man, we are the Monday Night Crew. Major salute to my guy, B-Dot, coming through, showing hella love, man. Appreciate you, my guy. Hey, oh, 
Uh oh, my bad. We gotta ask Asia. She's back real quick. Asia, would you rather your partner know all of your thoughts or you know all of his thoughts? I want to know all of his thoughts. Is that like the nosiness in you, or are you gonna do something with the thoughts? You understand know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little bit. No, it's a little bit of both, but I just feel like sometimes men don't always articulate um, what they're feeling, mm -hmm. and so I would just rather. I don't know. I want to know. Mm -hmm. Similar to what Princess says. Like, you know, when men, they just look at you. they like, what, what What? are you thinking? Am I the love of your life or not? Nah, <laughs> like, you, you know what? I'm about to give y'all the answer. Not? I'm about to give y'all the answer. <laughs> Typically, when we staring at y'all, it is something really good. For sure. Yeah. Just know yeah, that. When you ever catch us staring at you guys, it's, it's, it's a really good thing. It is. So what you normally say, Louis, like, man, she's obedient. Yeah. Yeah. Hell no! <laughs> hey, hey, man, you know that obedience, bro. It's real weak, right here. But hey, man, look, we are the Monday Monday night crew. Salute to be that man. We out. All right. <laughs>